Wisecast by Sundaram Mutual. Hello everyone. Welcome to our session on economy, markets and investments. Our CIO of equities, Mr. Ravi Gopalakrishnan is the speaker for this session. Ravi has over three decades of experience in research and asset management. Without further ado, over to you, Ravi. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Shweta. And, uh, you know, markets essentially have been, uh, you know, in a, in a massive kind of uh, volatile uh, period since the last since the beginning of the war and uh, i think uh, you know there are a lot of things a lot of moving parts uh, unfortunately and these are once again you know events like these uh, makes it extremely challenging uh, to kind of firm up a view and uh, you know position your portfolios accordingly and i'll explain to you why because you know we knew that interest rates were going to rise and, uh, and on the back of you know inflation uh, across the world and uh, you know unfortunately the the federal reserve uh, also last year were in a completely denial mode and uh, they did mention that inflation was more transitory but uh, but uh, but uh, having said that i think uh, uh, they were also caught uh, unawares and uh, and then you know this russian uh, invasion of ukraine began and you know that put uh, a lot of challenge uh, because inflation started running up, supply chain disruptions and all of that. Um, subsequently, RBI also, I think, uh, you know, as a result, in order to tame the Indian inflation, uh, uh, raised rates not too long ago. And uh, as a result of this, I think uh, the markets are now taking uh, a call uh, in terms of uh, you know what kind of valuations to kind of uh, uh, ascribe to the markets, right? Uh, you know the the world is certainly in an uncertain uh, territory right now, and uh, because of the supply chain issues, there's going to be a lot of uh, disruptions that is happening all around Europe because uh, most of Europe used to use uh, Russian gas for electricity and many other things. And uh, with Russia stopping almost 40% of the supply, uh, you know, they have to switch to alternate fuels, uh, uh, you know, in order to keep uh, their factories running or their power plants running. So, uh, you know, and, and, and this is a phase where you will find one or two quarters, uh, if this thing doesn't get resolved, um, uh, situation can remain uh, uh, fairly volatile as a result of this. Uh, there are also talks of the U.S. heading for a recession, um, you know, which uh, again, you know, is 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 still difficult to uh, confirm. But certainly, I mean, uh, yeah, when we look at some of the results of some of the retailers in the U.S., you know, the net profits are down almost twenty five percent, and uh, uh, this is a result of uh, a massive cut in the discretionary spending. Uh, you know, people are postponing because you know. Uh, the the real challenge is that most of the Western world haven't really uh, you know seen what what inflation is. They were all used to this one or two three percent kind of inflation over the last 30, 40, 50 years. This is the first time they're seeing you know seven, eight, nine percent kind of inflation, and uh, obviously uh, you know people are unable to even. Uh, uh, you know, come to terms with it. 
and that is the reason why there is a massive uh, cut in 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 discretionary spending uh, because essentials anyway you'll have to spend um, you know and and secondly i think uh, uh, the world is also staring at issues regarding uh, uh, you know food grain shortage etc uh, because ukraine used to supply <clears throat> a large quantum of wheat to the rest of the world so you know even that is coming under a lot of pressure and hence uh, you are seeing uh, wheat prices actually go up 40% in the last few months so um, you know and and, and again you know uh, this is going to remain a challenge for some time uh, primarily because you know none of those economies really understand what shortage is what food food shortage is um and and uh, you know it's going to be a big challenge for them to uh, you know really go through this phase uh, on the other side uh, if you actually see look at india and uh, some of the other economies i think india uh, will also get impacted but i think the degree of impact possibly could be uh, far lower uh, you know compared to what the west is going through uh, primarily because you know we have this neutral stance and uh, we continue to uh, have a barter kind of trade with russia and uh, also you know we already negotiated on the oil and gas front uh, oil may not be a problem uh, as such but gas could be a little bit of an issue um, uh, because of the lack of uh, uh, liquidification of gas uh, at russia's end and we don't have pipelines right so the only way is to liquefy the gas and then transport it to india so you know there are multiple challenges but uh, compared to the rest of the world i think india will still come out uh, reasonably better uh, uh, primarily because of uh, you know not only the relationship with russia but also i think our economy uh, seemingly is far more resilient uh, in terms of absorbing all of this yes inflation is going to be a challenge but i think both rbi and government as we have seen in the last few weeks are taking all steps necessary to tame down this inflation um so if things don't deteriorate further from here then you know uh, things will be fine i think from a commodity uh, cycle perspective uh, you will see uh, specifically the metals uh, you know some of the other commodities steel aluminum copper and some of the other raw materials those prices will come down uh you know because of the demand scenario globally uh, not only that india took uh, you know steps in terms of uh, export ban and all of that so that should also help in rain prices so that's positive for the industry in a way you know for the manufacturing industry but what could be a little uh, challenging for india will be oil prices i think globally oil prices are expected to move up um you know and uh, because you know there is there is not much supply uh, there if you take russia out of the equation um it's going to be very difficult for uh, the world to manage or, or you know or replace uh, that that supply very very quickly so and they have to do that before the next winter because winter is when the demand for uh, gas and oil you know really shoots up so i think uh, oil probably may remain firm uh, but rest of the commodities probably uh, uh, you know will 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 see some bit of correction uh, 
you know, which is essentially good for India. Now, talking about India, uh, obviously, uh, we have seen the fourth quarter uh, results, um, you know, the way it is positioned. Uh, a lot of the companies, you know, you are not seeing too much of impact yet in terms of the operating margins. Um, yeah, that's primarily because uh, the companies themselves carry at least one or two months of inventory. So because of that, you know, the uh, operating margins or the cost side of it has not seen much of inflation yet. Although it has seen on a year-on-year -year basis, you've seen prices actually move up quite sharply. But it is not completely reflecting because of this inventory scenario. Uh, as we move into quarter one and quarter two, I think the real impact of that will, will uh, be seen. And as our interaction with a lot of companies, uh, you know, they keep, they, they're telling us that they are unable to now increase prices uh, because of the uh, demand destruction, uh, because, you know, people will stop buying if, if they really increase prices significantly from here on. So there is still a 8 to 10% deficit, at least till day before yesterday it was there. But now with metal prices actually correcting quite significantly, I think uh, uh, you know uh, the, that 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 uh, gap of ten percent probably will come down to four or five percent, which is which is quite reasonable. So the, over the period of next three to four months, you know they will probably increase prices gradually. So which is why I said you know India uh, although uh, will be uh, in a, in a challenging uh, spot for the next one or two quarters, I think. Uh, demand will slow down, margins will come under pressure, uh, and, and hence equity markets essentially will have to reprice whatever is going on. Already it has happened uh, to a, a, a fair extent, but, but I wouldn't rule out uh, another leg of downturn, uh, probably if, if the situation doesn't improve from here on. Uh, so uh, you know, so that, that's the way I would view the markets at this point in time. But Having said this, I think there are a lot of positives that are going for India. And uh, I think uh, the biggest positive is the, once again, you, you will see a uh, massive push towards, uh, uh, you know, uh, diversifying the supply uh, chain globally. So, uh, you know, India is right at the forefront in terms of the supply chain. Uh, still a long way to go, but certainly a lot of companies are gearing up for that. So. Uh, you know, although there will be, uh, you know, production issues within Europe, but certainly India can step in and uh, plug that gap uh, quite significantly. So, you know, that's one big positive. So manufacturing as a sector should essentially do very, very well. Uh, the second area, uh, uh, again, is, uh, you know, apart from the, the, the being the supply chain is the, is the food and agri side. Um, Again, you, was, you have seen uh, a, a massive raw material uh, inflation getting fed into uh, uh, you know, food prices. And one of the main reasons is that because fertilizer prices and fertilizers and chemicals and pesticide, you know, all the ingredients uh, that the farmer uses, you know, the prices have really gone up. Hence, the farm gate price has also gone up quite significantly. Uh, what the government may do at a later stage is probably increase MSPs. And uh, once the MSP kind of goes up, 
it is going to put a lot of money at the hands of the farmer and this money probably uh, and most likely will 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 get uh, you know spent on uh, consumer and consumer discretionary items that we have seen last two years farm income uh, was quite subdued and hence uh, you know the entire consumer pack did not really participate significantly in the market especially fmcg uh, so you might see that FMCG company is actually doing well, uh, you know. So, so as a result, I think that's one sector to watch out for. Similarly, banking is another sector where we believe, you know, prices have corrected a lot. Uh, it's not because of any fundamental reason, because if you actually look at the numbers, most of the banks have done significantly better over the last few quarters. You know the the credit cost problem and the bad debt bad loan problem you know is everything is behind and uh, they were on a cusp of uh, improving the uh, loan offtake uh, credit demand uh, in the system was slowly gradually going up which is why 4q you saw a lot of banks uh, declare excellent results unfortunately from a price perspective the entire banking sector is coming under a lot of pressure because it is the largest sector. And uh, the FII ownership in all of this, the entire banking sector is huge, right? Just like, you know, because it's part of the benchmark and benchmark has got a lot of weight. So there has been, and they are liquid stocks. So there's been a massive sell-off across banking, but this provides wonderful opportunity uh, for investors like us uh, because uh, the next rally will be led by banking, uh, you know, and, and and whenever that happens, right, in the next two or three quarters, whenever there is a rally, I think we will see banking lead from the front. It's a large sector, you know, and uh, you know, so and 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 doing extremely well. So these are some of the pockets where uh, you know where we see uh, tremendous opportunities. Apart from you know the industrial manufacturing, consumer consumer discretionary banking. Etc. Um, so, uh, uh, from a portfolio point of view, you know we are quite overweight on all these sectors except the FMCG sector. So, we are uh, continuously reviewing our portfolios and seeing, look, watching out for companies where there is any structural issue, uh, any anything which is short term. You know, we are simply using this opportunity to add to the weights. But, but anything which is slightly more structural or longer term, we are either exiting or reducing weight and, and slowly shifting weights towards the FMCG sector. So, uh, you know, we are kind of rebalancing the portfolios across the board. But having said this, I think, uh, uh, you know, it's a very dynamic market. It's a very, very volatile market. So, uh, which is why, you know, uh, the performances are also moving uh, quite dramatically for us, uh, not only for us, but for everybody. Uh, but, uh, but you know, given the fact that the markets are so challenging and our portfolios are not defensive, think about it. You know, we, we believe in the India story. We believe in the growth story. Hence, our portfolios are more positioned, uh, you know, towards growth. And uh, unfortunately, because of the large FIA selling, uh, you know, most of the stocks, uh, you know, that they own are coming under a lot of pressure. And, you know, we have also a few of them, like banking, we are overweight, you know, obviously a lot of stocks come into that sector. Similarly, consumer discretionary, 
similarly manufacturing you know a lot of good quality stocks are coming under pressure so hence i believe that if if the markets remain like this extremely volatile uh, then then the portfolios may underperform for slightly more longer time we have already seen some underperformance in the last few weeks but it may further extend that underperformance for maybe one or two more quarters but what i would like to assure you is that you know uh, when this thing is over and you know when things starts to revive it is these sectors that will lead uh, from the front in terms of any market recovery so you know we will use this opportunity to uh, build our positions um, you know average our holdings increase our weightages in some of these sectors and and while you know making changes to some of the other sectors as well Wisecast is a podcast initiative by Sundaram Mutual. We hope you like listening to us as much as we love presenting it to you. Stay tuned to the Wisecast to learn more about the world of mutual funds and investing. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully.